Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an educational and entertaining exploration of all things erotic. From sacred sexuality to fetishes, power exchange relationships and leather life, BDSM to polyamory, as well as simply fun kink. Each week, we bring you a diverse offering of erotic life in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. If you are offended by this type of content or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. So here we go, take number three, the mobile studios <laughs> being a challenge tonight. Uh, but we are on the road, and we are recording from uh, the Great Lakes Leather Alliance number 10, Bash. Yes. So this is, uh, it's hard to believe it's been a year. It's, it's been a year already since we um, won the Great Lakes Master and Slave 2010 title. And this is the weekend that we give our step-down speech and someone else gets to run with the title. Yep. So um, not too much. We're not going to, um, no interview for the podcast this time. No um, big in-depth topic per se. Yeah. We'll see where it goes. We tend to talk a lot too. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, so God, we've only been here for what? About an hour and a half at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, it still amazes me how this event feels like coming home. And, yeah. and I guess that is where we're going topic-wise this time mm-hmm. around. There's a, uh, as I've mentioned before, there's a group on FetLife called This Is Not a Fucking Lifestyle. And um, I think we're going to talk a little bit about what it is that we do as a lifestyle today. So for some people, it is just kink. For some people, it is just fun. And that's great. But for other people, and, and this is a great event that reflects that it is a lifestyle, that these people are here, that, you know, when we, when we come here, people say, welcome home. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, and, and just a little side note, it's like we, had, we did a radio show last night, and um, the topic was being a master and a slave and how that is put into play with the sacred touch. And it's like, well, I don't know how to separate the two. Master and slave is who we are. That, that's how we've designed our relationship. It is a lifestyle to us. You know, just like vanilla relationships are are in place, it's a vanilla lifestyle, you know, and whether it's conscious or not, ours is an MS lifestyle with leather family. And I kind of think of it from a perspective of, you know, people that are not Christians that go to church on Christmas or on occasion, but Christians that go every Sunday and they really study their Christianity Mm -hmm. and maybe they read the Bible daily, you know, they're living, they're not just Christians as a title, but it's a lifestyle for them. Mm -hmm. For us, the master-slave relationship is a lifestyle. For many people that we know, leather itself is a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We had a wonderful uh, example of that, Um, and it, it was also a horrible example of that, but just this past Sunday, we went to a funeral of a friend of ours, a uh, Master JL from the Dayton area, and um, and I'm sure he was very well loved by his family, uh, and he had about ten family members there, and then he had about a hundred family of choice members there, and that would be people in the uh, BDSM leather and MS community, right? And uh, that was quite a nice reflection for us on. Um, 
that it's more to, to some people, this, the, this is a lifestyle to some people, you mm-hmm. know? It is not just the passing of a play partner. It's the passing of a friend and a leader and a peer and a mentor. And uh, that's a lot of... Um, a lot of reflection on what this what this can be that it can be more than just a flogger yeah absolutely and um it was actually um i guess i'm going to call it a leather funeral because they had his leathers up at the front so you know i mean i cried when i saw his master's cover you know it just kind of represented who he was you know not completely who he was he had a, he had a lot of facets to him but, um, you know, the leather cover was just, yeah, yeah, it, it tore at my heart a lot. But it also helped to see how many of the community were there that knew him through the years, mm-hmm. you know, and was going to miss him. And, you know, it's interesting. You've done leather weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done one together not too long ago with mm-hmm. uh, Master Eric and Slave Amber. Right. We've, uh, and now I've done a, a leather funeral. Right. Um, you know, very well. Thank you. So the, there's these passages of life that we recognize. And it's one of the neat things about being in a lifestyle is you continue to get to have rituals as you pass through life. The earning of leather is another one of these rituals that says I have gone from one phase to another. Um, for some of the some styles of leather, there's the rite of passage where you go from being a boy to a sir, if my understanding is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a really interesting part of the, the lifestyle as well. And that's something that you've talked about before from a clergy perspective. You know, when we're, when we're being raised, you know, we go from uh, when we graduate high school, we celebrate that. And when we get married, we celebrate that. And having these I don't know how you would put them. Rites of passage hmm. is, is how I like you like to put it. So rites of passage. You know, a lot of um, a lot of people in the past recognize the importance of these, and we don't so much anymore. We do have graduation of high school, but there's so many other milestones along the way that um, we don't celebrate anymore. And one of the things that I like about the leather lifestyle is that they do try to incorporate that in. Mm -hmm. They try to incorporate when you graduate from one level to another. You know, those that um, are given titles, you know, when you've earned your mistress title, when you've earned your master title, you know, those are our rites of passage. So many of us don't even like giving ourselves those names. You know, we want to earn them. I, I, you know, the first time you called me slave, it was just not something, yeah, yeah. For us, at least. For us. I know. I'm trying to explain it without offending people, too. Well, hey, I... I don't know that I care about offending people. <laughs> um, it's just a matter of some people use the terms and the titles much more loosely and with less consideration than we do. But that's just to, as time passes. Um, you know, we went, we did this rant in our book, so I'm not going to do the rant now. <laughs> we said how we feel about it. Other people feel other ways. That's fine. Right. Uh, interesting though, what you were, what I just thought about though is. So, Don, why don't you tell me the, diff- the difference between a leather house and a leather family? Ooh, why'd you ask me that? To fuck with you. Oh, thank you. So, um, well, I guess the way we've decided that this is, 
is I actually have a good do you have a good answer because i'm i'm very I'm in a very visual mode today and it's it's very hard for me to to put to words some of my visions but um to me it, it's hard for me to separate them I, I you know again caveat I can't quote any book the one the book of leather which has the actual answers to this I can tell you what our study and research mm-hmm. and perception has become so for me a leather house is a structure and we have a leather house house meta you can go to housemeta.com and see what right. that looks like it's a it's a it's a it has a structure and it has leadership and it has boundaries and it has rules and it has an ethical code of conduct it has uh, a foundation and for us growth and honor and respect is the foundation of our house and everything grows out of that a leather family on the other hand is a much more loose uh, hey I like you you like me we'll stick (laughs) together let's be a family and it's a family of choice both have their value both have their place other people uh, you know what everyone in the world agrees with me (laughs) anyone who does not agree with me if you do not agree with me, then you would clearly write us at Erotic Awakening, or Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or call us at 206-309-0054. And there's all other kinds of ways to stalk us at eroticawakening.com. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. leather, you know, we are not part of a leather family. We are yeah. part of a leather house, though. Right. So, and see, and, and the reason I was having a problem is because I was going to take it the other way, and that was to describe a leather family first. And the leather family is supposed to be there for you. You call each other. You keep in touch. You know, you take care of each other. You support each other. You're each other's cheerleaders. You know, it, it, normal, like, family stuff. And, um, but I also see that as stuff that we do as a house as well. So that's where I was getting a little confused because I, I, I see both structures being able to offer that. But I think a family, um, that's more predominant oh, I, than a house. I do. Well, you know, first off, it's a very limited view. Other people are going to view things differently, I'm mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I think you have to explore it for yourself and see what makes sense. And understand that so many other people are defining it in such different ways that you've got to... Again, this is one of the big reasons that House Meta is out there and visible. There's a hundred ways to define what the leather family is or what the leather house is. Right. If you stumble across House Meta and you say, wow, that's the way I define leather house. That's what I like. That's the kind of thing I want to be involved in. Come on in. Mm-hmm. And if you see that, you say, oh, well, I define leather house completely different. My view of leather house, and we had somebody suggest their view of a leather house, <laughs> right. was that the person who's in charge of the house gets owns all the submissives. So if you bring somebody in that they now, by default, belong to the leader of the house or some silliness like that, right. if that's how you view it, great, go find that house or start your own house or mm-hmm. uh, whatever. So... Exactly. And, you know, that must be um, pretty predominant because um, we've actually had some people ask us, you know, if I join your house, does that mean I belong to the owner of the house? And um, because we do have a single, I think it's only, yeah, one single um, submissive in the house right now. So and we had to assure that is not the case. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the way, yeah, that's the way you run the house. So, but, uh, yeah. Again, um, 
And then Master Cowboy, who runs House Safe Haven, has a different mm-hmm. viewpoint, very similar mm-hmm. to ours. Um, Master Shadow runs his house. He writes, and, and I'm not different. his. I'm not quite sure what his structure's like, but he's got a big house and surprising number of people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't matter. What, again, not looking for right or wrong, looking for what fits and makes our heart sing. Um, so that's a leather house, leather family, and these different aspects of it being a lifestyle. Right, and that's that's what I was going to uh, mention myself is that you know that helps to create it into a lifestyle. You're creating family. You're creating um, structures families can belong to. You're you're creating all of this stuff, and you know it was just brought home again at the funeral. So you know the idea that that he's missing at this event, you know. Uh, that's that's very hard to see that uh, he was here cheering us on last mm. year and not here this year. So yeah. and and he was very quiet with the way he cheered us on. But uh, you know I can still feel his presence here, and and yeah that just makes it part family. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the news report from <laughs> Great Lakes Leather Alliance. Um, yeah, and we've got plenty more going on this weekend. I almost feel like doing another podcast like on Sunday or something to try to wrap it all up because right now we're just getting started. We just did the Sash Bash, so it was really nice getting down there and seeing Jody and Liza, and they were flagging their kinky gamer <laughs> kinky gamer flag hankies, and um, we saw the contestants for the uh, MS contest this weekend, so we're looking forward to... Uh, actually, I'm looking forward to being on the other end of that, watching people go through that process. So we're not judging them. We're not being judged. You know, we just get to sit back. We get to add the numbers, but <laughs> that's about it. And um, we got a lot going on. We get to sell our book for a while. We get to uh, participate in the shows. We get to do our step-down speech. And, uh, yeah, I think we're going to do the step-down speech in our style, too. So that's going to be a little different. <laughs> So what else do we have coming up, sir? We've got... What else do we have coming up? Oh, we have Camp Kink next weekend. We have Cope coming up. And then a couple of other things. Very cool. Very cool. So we will continue to be busy once we uh, do our step-down speech and continue to move forward. And bigger projects in the works. Oh, wait! Wait! We still got something really interesting to do before we sign off. What's that? We have to name the Purple Tentacle. <laughs> he has been the topic of conversation so much in so many things that we do recently that uh, he needs to have a name. And I think... <laughs> I think I picked a name. The only problem is, is two people voted on it. But Kendall is the one that said why he voted the way he did. Yeah. So we'll have to figure out how to do the prizes. I think we have enough stuff that we'll actually could make... Make two prize baskets? Nah, we'll, we'll pick one of their names out of the hat. Okay, so that'll work. So, so but um, it's, it's going to sound kind of plain sounding, but um, it was actually the name that was kind of like flitting through my head anyway, and then Kendall wrote it. What? I was going to do a drum roll. Are you going to do a drum roll? Yes. It's going to be, see, now it sounds silly when I'm getting ready to say it, but it's going to be George. 
and the reason, I mean, there were some great names that were sent in, but like Kendall said, I just want to hug it and squeeze it and pet it for my very own and name him George. So, oh, sorry for not being a, a little more fancy with that, but uh, it works for me. So, Purple Tentacle is now George. <laughs> Very cool. Does that work? It's fine by me. <laughs> you. We'll so when I say we'll I want to play with George, you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll see if he complains. Oh, we'll see if we meet somebody named George. That would be neat too. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. So, all right. Is that enough for tonight? Um, I think it is enough for tonight. You know, I wanted to... Um, Send a shout out to uh, Ray, but we'll do that in a little depth so people know what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> and yeah, that's about it. That's about it. So, okay, so that was a short and sweet one, but that works. That'll get us through till Monday to the next podcast. Absolutely. Okay. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. <laughs>